0: Today on The Scott Radley Show on 900 CHML. I assume you've been watching and following and at least aware of what's been happening south of the border today. Um, A number uh, of Trump supporters uh, arrived in Washington and... um, well, broke through the levels of security at, uh, at Capitol Hill and um, broke in, and there has been a death, a shooting within the Senate, and, and it's 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 been a mess today. There's absolutely no question about that. I want to bring in um, Elliot Tepper, who's a professor emeritus of political science at Carleton University. He's an expert on U.S. politics. Uh, thank you for doing this today. I really appreciate your time.
1: It's uh... It's like nothing I've ever seen, and I've seen a lot, (laughs) Scott. Well, let me- let me truly extraordinary. We are watching history.
0: Let me ask you this, uh, because reading social media today, now social media is not a good barometer of anything, quite frankly, but nonetheless, um, there have been different words thrown out for this, and I want to ask you which one best fits. We've heard people talk about protests. We've heard people talk about riots. We've heard people talk about the beginning of a civil war. Where, Where do you put this one?
1: a brilliantly successful operation by the president to disrupt the certification process it was uh... planned in advance that he would weeks to come to the to the streets then he addressed them and said march on the cap go to the Capitol," and they did and they have successfully disrupted um... the certification process which is precisely uh, the intention of the president he does not want to admit that he's defeated he denies that he was defeated He's convinced substantial numbers of people, including people who are willing to storm the Capitol, uh, and I might add, uh, there's capital cities around the uh, U.S., various other places in the various states, including Michigan, where we know there's armed militias who are also gathering at the Capitol building, and several have been shut down. So it is it is a uh, a planned operation that worked uh, in terms of what it was intended to do. But it is also the first time the Capitol building has been stormed since the War of 1812 when people left Canada, soldiers, pretty soldiers mm-hmm. went down and burned the Capitol. So it, it is an extraordinary event.
0: It, it, do you see this as a one-day thing that was just an explosion and now it's under control, or do you see this oh, no. expanding and lingering and maybe growing?
1: Uh, the, there's still two more weeks of the Trump presidency. The capacity to call people to the streets and to act, remain uh, with him, he's... Uh, There is no constraint on the president, uh, legal, constitutional way to say uh, you you can't do this anymore. There's possibility of of, um, charges being brought for incitement because there was damage after what is arguably on tape, uh, incitement. But at the moment, there is no reason to think that if he chooses uh, to call people to the streets to act, uh, that this would stop.
0: All right, so I, I don't want to, you know, this doesn't need hyperbole. It's a, you know, it, it does that all by itself. Um, yeah. But again, we have heard the term uh, civil war. We've heard, you know, we, we've seen. Um, Over the last number of years, divisions that have been brewing for a while and growing deeper and deeper and deeper. We've seen, you know, in the summer with the protests or riots or whatever you want to call it with uh, on the left with Antifa and with with Black Lives Matter. We've now seen this. Are we heading towards something that becomes more than just a political disagreement with smatterings of violence or rioting?
1: No, I, I don't believe there will be civil war, but there's certainly going to be uh, the potential for violence. Uh, one of the commentators watching what's happening right now has said what happened if this had been exactly the same uh, activities. Uh, no difference at all, but uh, this had been Black Lives Matter protesters instead. Uh, the One of the astounding things to me is uh, not only that they succeeded, but how long it took to clear them out. This, uh, Washington, D.C., is... is a wash with security forces and yet uh, it took all this time they're still working on it and by the way with dusk uh, tonight since you've mentioned uh, antifa which is not an organized single group uh, and it's by no means equivalent to the um, to the mo- coordinated uh, armed militias there may well be more violence tonight and you've asked about violence and will this end it's highly unlikely it will it'll will end however having a new sheriff in town can make a very big difference uh, we have an incoming president, uh, President-elect uh, Biden, who will be certified uh, tomorrow, perhaps uh, even overnight. The people want to get back and get at the certification of the Electoral College. But uh, we have a president coming in who says that I'm I'm here for decency, and I'm here for bringing America together. He clearly has a has a very difficult task, and he will not succeed fully in that. But having a totally different tone and having somebody in charge of the um, security forces of America who intend to use it to promote, uh, promote bringing peaceful demonstrations uh, in place of uh, armed confrontation, I think you're going to see a considerable difference in tone and in practice once the Biden-Harris administration
0: is in power. Let me ask you about tone for a second. Uh, does the tone, can it start and end with Joe Biden or must the tone f- trickle down through politicians on both sides as well? And, and, you know, Joe Biden can do what he can do, but if you have other politicians on either side who are taunting or being sarcastic or pointing at the other side, does that not undercut what he's trying to do? Does this not have to be an, a, a blanket effort from everybody?
1: The, yeah, Sorry, one of the things, Scott, that's going on before our eyes is a struggle for the future of the Republican Party we had what was interrupted was a group of senators and a large group of House of Representative members from the Republican side trying to basically uh, overthrow the electoral college system the the certified votes of fifty states, including the Republican states as well, were going to be derailed if they could if they could get away with it. They have now said, we have staked our future on inheriting the trump mantle but a substantial number of uh, serious republicans have said no we're not going along with that and i think this attack on the and it is an attack on the capitol building a truly shocking event it probably will undercut them so how this shakes out inside the republican party for the future of that party and how they wish to conduct themselves going forward it's going to make a very big difference in that kind of tone that you were just talking about.
0: You're listening to the Scott Radley show podcast on 900 CHML. Dr. Tepper, just before the break, you made a very astute point, obviously um, that was, you know, this is a battle in a sense for the future and soul of the Republican party. What's happening. I think uh, maybe I'm wrong, but I think you could make the same claim though. and, And this may be behind some of the anger Uh, about the Democratic Party. Now that they won Georgia, it appears, you've got the very left socialist flank of the party pushing for very, very progressive politics, and you've got Joe Biden and those who want to be centrist. Point is, I I can't remember, and maybe you can tell me that it happens all the time, but I can't remember a time when everything seemingly in politics in both parties in the entire country in the States was so much in flux right now. The...
1: (laughs) The definition of the Democratic Party is uh, that it's uh, Will Rogers had a very funny definition. I don't belong to any organized political party. I'm a Democrat. <laughs> <laughs> the American humorist yep. uh, used to stand around. You have to be of a certain generation to remember Will Rogers and his <laughs> lasso. But uh, the the fact that the Democratic Party is a big tent party with a broad spectrum of viewpoints there's nothing new about that. But the what they're fighting over or what they disagree on is is uh... qualitatively different from the issues within the republican party at the oh, of course of course the republican party has been an enabler of the rise of basically the kind of populism that donald trump excelled at uh... he really took advantage of decades long of republican policies including smearing the word socialism to make it equivalent to communism and to label anything they don't like as socialism, so the highly successful campaign. Uh, we wouldn't have that in Canada. We have an NDP party, you know, the NDP, which you can proudly calls itself a socialist or Democratic Socialist Party, and uh, they've been around for years. So the the difference between the two parties and the struggle that they face is quite different from each other. The two parties will forever have factions within them that will be. Um, that will be important for how America is steered into the future. The current Republican Party, which is a Trump party, uh, in terms of its base support, has abandoned much of what the traditional Republicans have. There's, a, there's talk right now, Scott, that the Republican Party may split. And indeed, the Republican Party, which came into existence in 1860 with, with uh, Abraham Lincoln, defeated what was then the dominant party, the Whig Party. Will the current Republican Party go the way of the Whigs? I have no idea if this is going to mm-hmm. happen, but it's the kind of discor- discourse that's going on about the future of that party.
0: So, uh, okay, As, so in no way would is anyone... Um defending what happened today by any stretch. I mean, it's, it's atrocious, the behavior. Uh, There are people though, and you know, this who will say a lot of the behavior in Seattle and other places this summer was atrocious. Those are the two extreme ends. I think of the political spectrum. I think those are the extremes. Um, In between there are, are people more unit. I mean, it's the United States. Are they really more united or is the chasm between the two sides like right through the country right now? Are we looking at the extremists in these cases and getting all the attention and we're freaking out about it? Or is it everywhere?
1: The damage done to democratic institutions will not be healed in the very short term. That is the undermining of trust in the sinews of of that democracy. It will take some time to heal, assuming they do heal at all. That is Mm. the deconstruction of trust between... The population and its government has been uh, a part of basically a Republican strategy for a long time. We have to get the government small enough so we can drown it in a bathtub. We have to starve it of resources till it shrinks to, <laughs> to irrelevance. And the scariest things in the vocabulary, uh, so the Republicans, is "I'm I'm from the government and I'm here to help you." Mm. So the, the,
0: that was a Ronald Reagan line, wasn't it? It was.
1: Yeah. But it, but that's my point: is that this party has. Um, has come a long, long way from being the free enterprise party (laughs) and and low, you know, efficient governments, a small, efficient government. Uh, It's now the Donald Trump party. They will have to now decide what kind of party they plan to be. But none of this should conversation, which is interesting, should deflect us from what's going on right now in Washington. And what's going on in Washington, by the way, now that night has fallen, might indeed turn even more violent, although outside the outside of the uh, Capitol building itself. What's going on in Washington right now is an extreme, extreme uh, manifestation of the politics of division and the capacity to mobilize a populist, white nationalist, and uh, frankly racist uh, rhetoric into an effective political tool.
0: Yeah. And, and as I said a moment ago, as I was asking that last question, I mean, I, I, I don't think it's possible, nor would anyone want to try to defend or excuse away or um, cut slack or anything to the people who are there. I mean, it's it's entirely... It's entirely wrong. It's entirely. Uh, let's just leave it at that. It's entirely wrong. I, I don't think we need to expand on that. I think that's pretty self-explanatory. And, and I, I think most right-minded people feel that way. Even if you're a Republican, even if you're on the right, I think you can't look at this and say, "Yeah, this is a good thing." There, there's nothing good about what happened what, what today. The it right Just right
1: isn't. Might look
0: at that and say, "Is
1: it's not us."
0: Well, I think you can be conservative and not supporting what happened today. Exactly. That's my point. Dr. Elliot Tepper, always appreciate your time. Thanks for joining us tonight. Well, let's keep an eye on things there. This story (laughs) isn't over. The Scott Radley Show. Weekday evenings from 6 to 8 on 900 CHML.